0: Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know, y'all better act so had all, hat on, hat hat on, suit, on, suit on suit on looking like a Give me the crapper dog, giving a murder like the million bucks, but things in its cuffs. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be? Must be hunting listening to me. Mm-hmm. Steve Put your hands together. You, so Steve We're
1: oh, oh, so the Why don't you join oh, yeah, me? yeah, yeah. Ooh,
0: Turn them out. Turn them oh,
1: out. You right you right turn
2: them all to the morning. Oh, yeah. Come so yeah. so 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 on. Steve. Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. A come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay, here we go. Today, folks, uh, this is a good one. Because uh, today, I want to share with you something that, that affects every living soul. And that one thing is your attitude. This affects everyone. It is your attitude. You know, I don't know if anyone's ever told you, but I mean, many of you who listen know this, but... There are a lot of people who don't understand. A positive attitude can bring about a change. A positive attitude can bring about a change. Well, now here we go with the says. Well, Steve, what you mean if I'm just positive being changed? My mama gone. What me being positive got to do with that? Okay, now listen to me carefully. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, okay, Steve, I hear you saying that, but they done fired me. So now what does my having a positive attitude have to do with the fact that they fired me? Well, one more time, a positive attitude can bring about change. Well, Steve, I set up in here and gave eight. 9, 12 years of my life to this man. And he just, he cheated on me and walked out. Now what does me being positive have to do with him cheating on me? How that's going to change that? Okay, here we go again. A positive attitude can bring about change. Now listen to the whole thing. Now, The positive attitude and the change that can happen starts, this is the start. It starts within you. See, life is 10% what happens. It's 90% what you do about what happens. Okay, you gave 12 years of your life to this man. He cheated and left you holding the bag, the kids and everything. Now, what does being positive have to do with changing that? Or they came in and they fired you. You lost your job that you was a stellar performer at. But now how does you have an positive attitude how does that change things for you so far we can use any example here's what happens when you have a positive attitude what it produces within you is a positive approach to life and when you have a positive attitude and a positive approach to life it causes you to be optimistic to have a positive outlook to expect things to eventually turn around and, 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 and and turn into a positive. That's very important because as the law of attraction comes into play, if you think positive thoughts, you attract positive things. If you think evil thoughts, you attract evil to you. You know, if, if you want for nothing, then nothing comes your way. If you want for positive attitude, if you want for positive results, if you want for a great outcome, that's what you attract to you. The change will begin within you. So let's take the man that walked out your life and left you holding the bag. Here's a positive attitude. Okay, two things have happened that's positive here. Number one, you've ridded yourself of someone who was obviously going to be, if not already, been toxic in your life caused you many restless nights, a lot of uh uncomfortable feelings and uneasiness, not sure, insecurity. You've been going through it with this person, whoever they are. Number one, that person has been released from your life. Number two, it allows you now to have the someone who will treat you just the way you want to be treated. That's the positive outlook. That's the optimistic way. That's when you're a positive person, you see the positive in things that happen to you instead of burying yourself under the what's wrong with it. Or oh, woe is me now concept. See, a positive attitude. When they came in there and they fired you and let you go. Could this not have been just the opening you needed to finally start on a new career path that you've been talking about doing anyway? Could it possibly be a brand new chance for you to get the dream job or dream career of your choice? Could it not possibly be the perfect opportunity now for you to finally, finally do something about that gift? about that talent that God gave you, that thing that you love to do, could it not be the perfect time for you to pursue that? But if you don't have a positive attitude, then you lay there. Oh, they finna come get my house. Oh, what I'm gonna do now? Oh, this unemployment ain't enough. Oh, Lord, when this unemployment run out, what am I gonna do then? I won't have nothing. And you, oh, woe is me until you become, oh, woe is me. But if you take it from the positive approach, some amazing things can happen in your life. I will tell you on a personal note that some of the most, some of the best changes, some of the biggest moments in my life came after a loss. So I don't want to go down the list, but boy, I could tell you, let me, hey, let me tell you something. When they didn't want me on the radio anymore in LA, when they didn't, when they when it was sick of the way I did radio out there, and they wanted me gone, and on May twenty third, two thousand and five, when my de- when 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 my deal was done with uh, the beat out in LA, okay, look what happened though. Yeah, I was gone in May, but in September nineteenth I started the Steve Harvey Radio Network with four cities. You see, but I didn't go, oh woe is me. I said, Oh, okay. God must have something else for me then. Because if he didn't remove me from this, there must be something else. Same thing can happen when you lose uh, and, you, and, you, and you break up in a relationship. Same thing can happen to you. You never know the one God got for you. Now here you go. Here you go again. Now you get put into a situation where somebody treats you just the way you want to be treated, provide you with a whole lot of aspects of your life you knew nothing about prior to that. But you gotta stay positive. If you stay positive, that positive attitude, that optimistic outlook, that 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 always thinking, God got me no matter what happened to me. Some amazing things that's going can will happen in your life. It's a fact. I don't know how it works that way. I just know that's what it is. Positive attitude is everything, y'all. So get off the old woe is me negativity train because it ain't going to take you nowhere but down and get, get your outlook up. If you change your attitude, you change your altitude. Altitude is determined by your attitude. How high you go, how big you become, how far you go, it all depends on how you think. It all depends on what type of attitude you got. Ain't, ain't no ain't no very very successful super negative people it it just doesn't coincide that way if you see that something that happened to them along the way and don't worry you ain't got to worry about it because you ain't gonna see them long because you can't stay up there like that it's just too hard all right that's the conversation
3: you're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show
2: ladies and gentlemen it is upon us the Steve Harvey morning show is now here. It means that God has allowed us to see another day. And for that, I'm grateful. My cup runneth over. It was funny, but the other day I was listening to a minister I'd never heard of. can't even pronounce his name. Uh, And man, the whole sermon was about my cup runneth over. And I've been saying it ever since. My cup runneth over. That really helped me. I'm gonna get his name so I can say it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get it on. It's Hill Poppin' Junior? What's on your mind?
4: Uh, today Ash Wednesday. Could you please share this Ash Wednesday story?
2: No, I don't want to do that, Junior.
5: Cool. You you don't?
2: I don't want to do the Ash Wednesday story. Go on. <laughs> I've always called it Ash Winston, you know, maybe I, I, okay. So what else you got, Junior?
4: Okay, then uh, let me just ask you this then. Uh, there's a show on TV.
2: Ask. Put a K on it.
4: I did. I did. I said ask. <laughs> That's what I say. Okay. It. All right. There's a show on TV called Married at First Sight. I don't know if you've seen it. It come on tonight. This is where people who have never met each other just meet at the at the altar and get married. Yeah. Ha, ha, have you seen this show? And if you if you haven't seen it, you got to watch it because what would you think if you get to the altar and your bride don't look like you want it? Are you well, going through with
2: here's it? the deal. At first, I thought the title of the show was odd and a bit crazy. Mm-hmm. But I think every man living has seen a woman before that they wanted to marry right away.
0: <laughs> yeah. Every man
2: in here yeah. has seen a woman that they wanted to marry right away. Mm -hmm. But as life goes on, you learn that everything you see, Mm. or let me phrase it this way, all that glitters
6: ain't gold. Come on here now.
2: Let's revert to some things uh, I've learned. Join in with me, Deacon. Yes, sir. Uh, Some things that I've had to learn over the years. Yeah. Uh, all that glitter mm-hmm. ain't gold.
6: It don't shine, that's right.
2: Uh uh no matter how fine mm-hmm. a woman he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a man somewhere sick and tired of her ass. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I've learned just because you can don't mean you should.
4: Yeah.
2: I've learned don't ask her to marry you if you ain't 1000% sure. (laughs) <laughs> Don't ask nobody to marry you while home. you performing a lustful act. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell nobody you love them while mm. you laying there having pilly talk.
6: Yes, yes.
2: Beware the signs of a dark future. I've had them all. Mad at first sight. It'll be the last damn bright day you see if you do.
5: Coming up next, the nephew and run that prank back.
3: (laughs) Right after this. Right after this. Uh You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for the nephew
5: to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nep?
6: Surely the last break we just left. Church, Pastor so And Now we're going to go to another pastor. This is repoing the church pew. Cat dog, we are in your command, all right? All minds clear. Let's go. Hello?
7: Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, pastor, uh, Pastor Wilkins. Yeah, this is Reverend Dr. Wilkins. Uh, are you the, you're the pastor of... Baptist Church, am I right? Baptist Church, that's correct. How can I help? You? Okay, uh, listen. My name is Daniel, and I'm calling from uh, RCS, which is uh, Church Supply, and we have an outstanding bill here that we wanted to bring to you all's attention for like twenty-three thousand dollars for your pews that has not been paid. So we wanted to see. Uh, 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 not to cut you off, is Mister? Is it?
8: Yeah, yeah, Daniel from RCS. Yeah
7: church supply sir that's uh this is actually where you
8: guys uh got your pews from. okay um outstanding bill for 23 thousand Uh well first of all that's normally uh, uh all outstanding bills are handled by our finance department you know you would need to speak to our treasurer And they will be able to help you with
7: that. Well, evidently, sir, that uh, this hasn't been taken care of in this matter when it comes to these pews. Because like I stated before, you guys owe $23,000 on these pews. And I think this was probably 12 to 13 years ago. So maybe this was something uh, before you got there. But nevertheless, there's still an outstanding bill. And right now, we're actually going to be repossessing these pews as of early uh, 7 o'clock Sunday morning.
8: Uh, no, uh, this Sunday morning, no, we, we have the women's day as missionary is here today. And, uh, also Sunday, we have like our, our, kids uh, uh, I mean, man,
7: you, you have a lot of
8: things and you, you actually run it off your schedule to me. That's, that's
7: really not my concern. And, and maybe your women's day or whatever is going y'all going to do a standing up because right uh, now no, I we're
8: not going to do it. You you're not understanding, you not understand me, me, see, um, did you say 12 or 13 years ago? Yes, sir. Well, I've been in the past here for 10 years, and, you know, you know uh,
7: that has I'm nothing saying. to do yeah, with that me. And, uh, that occurred before you got there. But the, the, nevertheless, the bill is still outstanding, and these pews need to be taken care of. Now, if y'all don't have the $23,000, then i got to come pick these pews up Sunday morning,
8: sir. We're going br- to well, bring no, a moving no, truck over there. You, you're not hearing me. And first of all, this is my private number. How did you get this number?
7: So your your number's here in the books as a, as a contact.
8: No, this is this is I only get this out to very few people, I and mean, I know none of them will, will give out my number. So that's that's an issue right there. And second of all, if you talk about coming in our church Sunday morning to, to take our pews, uh, that's not something you really want to do, sir.
7: sir I, I I have to do my job the same way you get up on Sunday morning, and you have to do yours. I have to do mine. So, my job is to get these pews back because you guys are twenty three thousand dollars in the rears.
8: No, oh, uh Kyle, let me tell you I ain't always been a been a preacher now you you, you come to my church and you touch them pews I'm gonna come out there proof it on you Okay, oh,
7: oh, sir i'm i'm not I'm not here to go. To to, to uh, what you used to be and uh, and what you are now, I'm not going to go back and
8: forth with you on that. The the bottom line, is, uh, the consequences you don't want to deal with, son, because you know I. Oh, hold on, hold on, a minute, hold on, a minute. let me calm down, because you know you about to make me say some words that I've been delivered from. Thank God. Uh, know, but, uh, I'll, I'll forest,
7: uh, I'm going to deliver them pews away from you on Sunday. Now I got to come and pick them pews up. That's the bottom
8: line. Uh, uh, do you have twenty three thousand Sunday morning? 23,000, I understand that's not the issue. The issue is you have no business calling me on my personal phone. I'm in my meditation time right now trying to get consecrated for so, you know, my message that I have to deliver uh, later this afternoon. So we need all of our pews. Okay, okay, well, let me ask you something, sir.
7: Do you have the $23,000 that you can give me Sunday morning, and then you can continue whatever it is you have going on that day? Other than that, I'm going to have to take them pews.
8: I got to call me the dollars but if you're not listening, son, that ain't my bill. I ain't paying it. You ain't touching my oh, pew. Touch no. I'm not going
7: to continue to
8: go. Okay, listen, I'm trying to respect, uh, what's, what's Pastor Wilkins? I'm trying to respect you, first Reverend, of all. Reverend, Reverend Dr. Wilkins, I, I'd appreciate it if you call me in my name, Reverend Dr. Wilkins. Okay,
7: Reverend Dr. Wilkins. Now, first of all, I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming up there Sunday. Now I'm hoping I only have to lay hands on these
8: pews. Now if I got to lay hands on something else, then I got to do what I got to do. I, I was, you can come on up here. If you, you, you set foot on the property, that's cool. But you touch them pews, I got some boys in here. They can take that Jesus coat off. They can lay it down. They can get with you, partner. You understand? Yeah. Hey, you know what? They though know I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will feel no evil. I ain't got no problem. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. You talking about coming into my church? Take my people? I'm going
7: to do what I got to do, man. You y'all, $23,000. I'm going to do, gonna
8: do what Stay I got up. to do in the name of
7: Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. you are going to
8: pay up or
7: stand up the whole service. Now, what, which one do you want?
8: I told you, we can handle this however you want to handle
7: it. I got, I got something else I want to tell you. You listening to me, Pastor? I'm listening, but you ain't saying nothing, son. Pastor, is you listening? What you got to say to me? I've got to say this to you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your entire deacon boy. What? Who?
1: This is man.
7: This this is Nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your deacon boy got me to prank phone call you. Boy, I can't believe this, boy. You almost made me lose my religion, son. (laughs) <laughs> you hung in there, man. You hung in there, Pastor. Which one of them was
8: it? <laughs> uh, Deacon Glover. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I've got some some things I've got to talk to Deacon Glover about. You know, <laughs> I wonder how you got my personal cell phone number anyway, man. So, <laughs>
7: well, I'm glad I was able to put a laugh on your face today.
8: Ooh, man, I needed the block. You ran me hot, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to ask you,
7: man, Pastor. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The
8: Harvey Morning Show. And Let me tell you this: gonna uh, keep doing what he doing. The first minute of every show, man, I, I love that. Okay, I really love that. And really, it really blesses the people. Really, I right? really appreciate that, man. He really will.
6: Ain't nothing like a frustrated past. You know what I'm saying? It's it shows
7: stability. Right.
6: You're going to have some problems, some 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 setbacks, and some situations, uh, 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 situations that you're going to go through. All right. All right. All minds clear. Shirley, if you would.
5: All right. Uh, Thank you, nephew. Uh, Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building, ready for your love questions right
3: after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning
5: Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, one retailer is changing its minimum wage to $24 an hour in some areas. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. And a new picture of rapper Big Sean uh, leaked over the weekend and went viral. (laughs) But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey standing by. Claire in Toledo writes, My child's father is behind in child support, so I invited him over for a romantic evening when things got hot and heavy. I told him he'd have to pay to play. He begged me all night to get undressed, and I wouldn't. Since that night, he won't return my calls. Did I go too far with trying to get my money? Mm.
2: That's your How tactic. did you think that was a good idea? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's your it. tactic. That's what you you thought <laughs> that's the way to get some money? First of all, three things happened here. Blackmail uh-huh. and prostitution. <laughs> wow. Neither one of those work out and most are illegal in most places. And now he won't return your phone calls. What? That was the dumbest I've, I've never heard that. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You can get child support. The courts make sure of that. What? Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, I'm, yeah. Shirley, yeah. next question. I'm, so I'm at a loss. Too
5: far. Alright, Devin and too far. says That ain't
2: too far. That's the wrong way.
5: Yeah, yeah period. Devin Spartanburg says, I'm a 28-year-old single woman and my mother lives with me temporarily because my father accused her of cheating. I think she really is cheating on him because she's on the phone all night and she disappears during the day. My dad is asking me to snitch on her and what should I do in this situation?
2: Stay out of it. Stay Mm -hmm. out of it. Let your daddy figure it out for himself what he already know. That's why your mom over there living at your house because your daddy know. You ain't, you ain't got to snitch on nothing. He know. That's why your mama living at your house. You're just, they grown, but grown people do stuff like this sometimes. That ain't your business. You know he wants you to snitch. He, you ain't got to snitch. Everybody know. He know. She know. You know. <laughs>
1: Everybody,
4: Everybody <knows>. know.
2: <laughs>
1: huh.
2: Now we know. <laughs> we
5: on the show. We know. <laughs> So just stay out of it. Should she mm-hmm. should she continue to allow her mom to stay there? Because that's going to cause major problems, too.
2: Well, you know, hard to put your mama out.
5: <laughs> it is very hard.
2: <laughs> kind of hard. <laughs> and, uh, ooh, that's a hard one. <laughs> mama, get out. Mm-hmm. Really don't need uh-huh. mama.
5: Mama, said, so mama go dog. back to daddy, no.
3: please.
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> All right, moving on to Barbara in Knoxville. Barbara writes, I'm. A 60-something divorced female, and I went on a date with a man from church. He lost his keys in the restaurant, so he suggested we go home by Uber. He got an Uber for himself, but didn't take take care of my ride. He found his keys and called me asking for another date. Does he deserve a second date? (laughs) Okay, Shirley,
2: run this back by me. They went out. He lost his keys in the restaurant. In
5: the restaurant. So... Uh, uh, he he decided, called an Uber. He suggested that they go home by Uber. He called an Uber for himself, but didn't take care of her ride. And uh, so, how he she get home? I
2: guess he she did not do it on her,
6: on her
4: own. Yeah, she probably opened yeah. herself home. Yeah,
6: mm-hmm. <laughs> that wasn't good.
5: No, and he doesn't. Wait a minute.
2: A so, oh, I'm assuming he picked her up.
5: Yeah, yeah. They they yeah. went together. But oh. while they were yeah. He lost his keys in the restaurant, so he. Well, he's stupid. Home. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I don't know how he don't see that him losing the keys is his fault, cause it is. You lost them, and you bought me here, and so you would be naturally expected to be responsible for my safety to and fro. And it seemed like, well, what he should have did was take the Uber to you drop you off, get back in the Uber, and go home. Go
4: go home.
2: It's one Uber. That that's how it's done. Not no. You go your way. I go mine.
4: See you tomorrow.
2: That's, but, man, but, that's Iggy. He could iggy. have ordered her
4: an Uber
1: and still. <laughs> yeah.
2: but, 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 he could have He could have he, he yeah. ordered her an Uber. But uh, the decent thing to do in yeah. your 60s, because I know you know this, take the woman home and drop her off and make sure she's safe. Because you picked right. her up in that mm-hmm.
0: car. Right. Yes. 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 Right.
2: So it's a one Uber deal, dog.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. all Tommy you don't need to be fooling with his ass nowhere. He losing no keys already. Day. We don't need to be no. fooling. He forgetful already. It's gonna get worse.
0: He irresponsible.
6: <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> but this
2: dude is he missing on a lot of levels.
4: Yeah. 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 He missing you lose all the your around.
2: key in the restaurant. Man. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so now he's 60. Home. He's 60. He got well, no, y'all ain't on that. No, okay. just, he's 60, like Tommy mm-hmm. say, he forgetful <laughs> I ain't saying what that is but he forgetful uh-huh. yeah. now after so, a while he gonna drive off and ain't gonna remember where he stay all that's coming <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> man he gonna be just sitting up there in the restaurant and you just all of a sudden you hear water on the floor Yep, there you go. Yeah. Set up there and peed on itself. <laughs> yeah, he just, Mm-mm, I ain't finna sign up for all this hip. So she should break it out now. One more date. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: All right. Uh, last one Shelly and Ocala says, uh, I'm pregnant by a guy that used to date my older sister. We've been sneaking around for a while, but the first time we had sex, this happened. I want to tell my sister, but she won't believe it or sympathize with me. I need her support if I'm going to have the baby. Should I tell her or should we tell her together? Hmm. That's a the question. Well,
3: that's, yeah. See it from the car. Well. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> yeah.
2: I would, based on what I know, especially if uh, y'all are black, I suggest texting her. Yeah. Let's text first then let's pull up in the front of her house. Don't go in that driveway. Pull up in the front of her house and roll the window down and ask her to come out and talk. And my, now, now watch her hands when she come out. You want to make sure you can see her hands. So when she come out the door to talk, if you can't see her hands, just pull off. Pull off. If you can't see her hands, pull off. Pull off, because I'm telling you right now. Oh... Um, the We're other Robert, way baby. you could do it is y'all could just uh, invite her down to the church yeah. and uh, make the announcement in the pastor's office. Mm, yeah, don't stand up in that con- congregation and break that new cross that they just hung up there. <laughs> you want to do it in the pastor's office? Do it in the church? Gonna be a lot of furniture moving going on in there, yeah. and you this know. Is bad. Then, Mm. Yeah. Tell the baby that her aunt was really her mama. Oh. But, and I'm now your mama, but was supposed to be your aunt. And, and, and your right. daddy is your uncle daddy.
6: Uncle daddy. Uncle Did daddy. The
5: All yeah, right. Coming up, entertainment news at the top of the hour. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So now listen to what Target has done. Target has announced that it is raising its starting wage for workers in some positions to up to $24 an hour. This is at stores and distribution centers in places like New York City where it's hardest to find and hire staff. All right. And the new starting wage is part of a company plan that also includes broader access to health care coverage for its workers. So Target cares.
6: Yeah, that's
0: awesome. That's,
6: that's $24, really an hour. $24, oh, yeah. an hour yeah. That is Give not what minimum wage was when I was coming. Me. Neither was an
0: Application <laughs> together.
6: Go ahead. Three seventy five. Three
2: seventy five. That's the lowest
6: minimum wage you remember. That's where. I, that's why I started. Yeah. Oh man. At At the Gap. <laughs> I'm tomorrow. gonna thank
2: y'all you for going to before the me
4: then.
6: <laughs> what
4: junior? I said thank y'all for going before me because my minimum wage was seven dollars.
2: Oh, <laughs> that right there? You'd have killed yourself. Come get on this $1.35. <laughs> Whoa.
1: Yeah.
2: And I sure remember when it got bumped up to uh $165. $1.65. Yeah. Yeah. I We're was here rich. for the $215. I
0: made $2.35 plus tips as a waitress.
2: How much? Place.
0: You were a oh. uh, waitress? 2 dollars Waitress. I the cannot
2: hostess. imagine your evil <laughs> ass serving food. I'm not food.
0: evil. <laughs> it worked okay, right out. Um,
2: if somebody t- say something to you, Carl. <laughs>
0: yeah. I wish you would. And you turn no. your head
2: like, and you tilt your head like you.
0: No, I bought home a pizza every day. I had my tips. It, yeah. was, it was good. It was a lot of work. Though. I had to clean the bathrooms, break down the salad bar. I used work.
2: to clean up this uh, this uh, dining facility in college. It was an upscale uh-huh. place for kids that had money. Uh-huh. I worked in there from 12 midnight to four, cleaning it up. One of the greatest hustles I've ever had in my whole life.
0: What made it so great? Well, I
6: was, yeah, how was it? I was he stealing was back something. then. You were stealing food? You was stealing. Food? He, you was was yeah. stealing food? he was taking So something. I was stealing steaks
2: stealing. all went along, and the way you knew I had steaks, I lived on the eighth floor. I hung the steaks outside in a Kent State book bag, plastic book bag, mm-hmm. and I unrolled my window and I hung them out the window on the thing, and that's how you know I had steaks. I was oh, selling the steaks for $2. Yeah, everybody oh, walked man. by, see that, look up and see that window bag hanging out the window, because it was cold <laughs> as hell in the winter. So that was my freezer. So I just kept steaks in there and sold it for $2. So after the party, you know I had my food, I had a, I had a restaurant I opened up after all the parties in my room. Oh, and I had a restaurant in the door. Taking I was the only one who worked there. I took orders and cooked.
5: Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're moving on. Be the guys. chef and
2: the waiter. <laughs> okay. I was everything. I, that was one of the greatest hustles I ever had. Yeah.
5: All right, let's get oh, to man. this big Sean story. Because uh, this is, is, is shutting down. He he's shutting down a whole rumor after a picture of his eggplant was leaked to his close friends group on Instagram, uh, and made its way around social media over the weekend. This is what everybody was talking about. Uh, Where did the he get it from? The, huh? Yeah.
6: The, the eggplant.
5: What hmm. about it? What'd you say?
6: Where did he get it from? Are you serious right now?
5: You can't. Are you really not serious
6: right serious. now? You are I'm not. Serious. He cannot be.
0: So you do let me finish no. the story,
5: the and you'll understand what the, what this means. the The photo allegedly has Big Sean's again eggplant alongside a 9.4 inch Nintendo Switch game. When the the picture hit the Shade Room's Instagram page, Big Sean commented, "This is not me." But by that time, congratulatory comments to Big yeah. Sean and his girlfriend <laughs> Janae Iko. We're trending on Twitter. Big Sean maintains that he did not post the picture. Apparently, this was a big deal and explains why his name is Big Sean. Uh, So there you go. Now, are you getting what eggplant means?
2: Oh, you know, my nickname was Big Daddy. I'm, I'm used to it.
5: This ain't nothing
2: impressive yeah. for you? Yeah. Well, hey, man, like the they don't have player. that
5: emoji, though, on Instagram. Yeah. talking about Big Sean. No. But was it him? He's so cute. He's so my cute. emoji
2: was a Thor hammer.
5: You know what? <laughs> really? <laughs> so what would you do if a photo like that got leaked of you?
2: Mm. I really can't uh, say
6: because I'm I'm gonna deny it and say it ain't me. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, um. yeah, I'm gonna. Well, deny my arm ain't. Not...
0: <laughs> what, what? What? Hey, hey. My hey.
2: arm ain't long enough to get back. Take self it, ain't, it ain't, it's be too much. Anyway. To just be just be a big black photo. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I would have to have somebody take my photo because I, I tried <laughs> taking a selfie one time, it just. You too damn close. Nobody could stick. tell what it was. I need a selfie stick. <laughs> then I could take the picture.
1: Stupid.
3: Really? Stupid.
2: Got to get, get back off me. I'm just saying. I know all I'm saying. You got to get up off me.
5: Shout out to Detroit. Big Detroit. Sean. Big Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Moving we on. We saw him at the uh, iHeart Music Festival. He was He's great good. on stage with his cute yeah. self. Yeah. All right. Uh, good news for TikTok users. We're all addicted to it, whether we make videos on TikTok or enjoy watching other people's videos. The spokesperson for the app has confirmed that TikTok now allows users to create videos up to 10 minutes long in hopes to well, unleash even more creative possibilities if you're a creative around the world. So there you my go. Son, 10 minutes to do your thing now. My minutes. son incredible
6: with that. He know how to edit it, do everything. He got it. Wow. Oh, Can you monetize TikTok?
5: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, those all right. Those we got to go. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, it is our Wellness Wednesday segment with our special guest, A.D. Dolphin, right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: Hey,
2: everybody. Uh, look, we all want to live a healthier lifestyle, and most of us. Well, we got a few of those stubborn pounds that we want to lose. And we all would love to look and feel our absolute best. I know I do. But we start making excuses sometimes and we end up putting it off. Well, folks, we've got a way for you to stop making excuses and getting it done. Joining us now is Mr. D-Herbs.com, and he's going to tell us about the d Full Body Cleanse. It's the only cleanse. You will hear us talking about on this show. Please welcome my dear friend and brother, Mister A, that damn D Dolphin. Welcome, <laughs> hey, welcome. Hey, What's doing, up, brother? Steve?
4: Welcome this morning, AD.
6: Hey man, I'm
2: doing good, here. man. You been my all right? My favorite show. My favorite
5: show. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> Shirley.
6: Yes, Steve?
2: Let's get it started.
5: All right, A.D., listen, there are thousands, and I do mean thousands, of great reviews of D. Herb's Full Body Cleanse online, and these are from people whose lives have been changed since doing this cleanse. Uh, Is there one success story, A.D., is there one success story in particular that uh, stands out to you?
7: You know what? We just had a recent guy by the name of Rashid, um, it's funny because he came in the office straight from his doctor's office because he had just recently found out that he was pre-diabetic. His blood pressure was running real high. and he's about 35 pounds overweight, and he wanted to know what could he do to kind of get himself together. And we recommend the d Full Body Cleanse, and within 20 days, he is no longer pre-diabetic. His blood pressure has returned to normal, and he's lost about 25 pounds. So it definitely has been a whole, complete do-over for him and his body.
5: Wow. That is hey, a success.
2: Hey, hey, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Now, I can tell you, man, that I've heard this from people before because what you eat can get that, that A1C number down. You got to get that number down, and you can do it with this. And I will tell you something else. My favorite person was the woman that came on the Steve, on the Steve talk show, cause you know, mm-hmm. you know how on TV how you do makeovers, yeah, before and after, and when they come around the corner after, you look mm-hmm. just like the before. <laughs> you know what? They, they just this just woman like. came around <laughs> that damn corner, and I could not believe her. That's what the t- best t- one I done seen. Yeah, we got Steve's and boss. hey, Steve's hang on one second, damn. Ad. We got more. We talking about this, so you can get yourself together by summer and get this D Herb full body cleanse in your life. We'll be right back because I took up all the time talking my damn self. We'll be right back.
3: <laughs> right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. And our special guest this morning is our longtime friend, uh, Mr. A.D. Dolphin, which is the owner of the world's leading online full body cleanse. It's called the D. Herbs Full Body Cleanse. Mm-hmm. Shirley?
5: Well, you know, A.D., you've heard the saying, a family that prays together stays together. Well, all of us on this show like to cleanse together, okay? Uh, meaning we, <laughs> we've all done the D. Herbs Full yeah. Body Cleanse at the same time. And that's how we keep each other accountable. So I gotta ask you, do you see that a lot like in groups and stuff? It's better to do it with someone, with a partner?
7: Absolutely. So we literally have offices of 25 or more people doing the cleanse at once. And I'm here to tell you, it's nothing like an accountability partner. Mm -hmm. They usually push you further than you would have gotten on your own. So it's actually a beautiful thing because you're getting healthier.
3: It's always good to do it
5: with someone. Yeah, Yeah, get that support. And you have to be accountable to someone. Um, Right. Yeah. I would like to
2: do it, Shirley, with someone Uh just as fat or fatter. That's (laughs) what I try to... So I'll be able to see my results quicker. I don't like doing it with thin people because it looks <laughs> like you they win all out the out time. The yeah, all that <laughs>
5: oh,
2: you, the... you still on
5: it? Yeah. That's yeah. a good point, though. Thin people need to cleanse as well. Cleans as well. Um, so, A.D., D. Herbs has been around for over 15 years now, and you've sold wow. over, get this number, 5 million formulas. So that begs the question, why has D-Herbs been so successful over the years?
7: It's really simple, Shirley. It Mm -hmm. works. I mean, you're talking about a product that's geared towards weight loss that's going to do exactly what it says it's going to do. Think about the benefits. We're talking about weight loss between 10 to 30 pounds, a huge boost to energy, a stronger immune system, clearer skin. You'll be able to focus and concentrate a lot better. The D herb Full Body Cleanse has been around for 15 years and has been changing lives for 15
5: years. That's yeah. Deep. And and you're right. It is unlike other cleanses. You can eat with it. You can eat your fresh fruits and your fresh vegetables. And, you know, I I mean, so and that's a complaint of a lot of people with other cleanses. They can't eat. They can't chew anything. So that's why this one is so special. And it's worked for all these years. It's unlike any other cleanse. (laughs) That's all I can tell you. We've all been on it. We've all gained, you know, better health from it and lost the waste from it so there you go steve harvey nation you heard it here if you want lasting weight loss better health in 2022 you need to start by cleansing your body from the inside the d herbs full body cleanse will flush out those toxins that are dragging you down they will have you looking and feeling better having more energy than you have had in a very long time Trust me, I've done it. D-Herbs will help you lose that toxic waste so you can lose that toxic weight. Go to dherbs.com right now. Get a nice discount at checkout. Only for our audience now by using promo code radio. That is the letter dherbs.com, promo code radio. Or you can simply pick up the phone and call 866-4-D-HERBS. That's eight six six four 4 d herbs No more excuses. That's dherbs.com right now. A.D., thank you always for getting us healthy. He done cleaned me out of
6: many days. He has cleaned me completely out.
5: And
2: thank you for cleaning Tommy out the right way. You guys have a
6: wonderful morning.
2: (laughs) All right, A.D., and once again, thank you for cleaning Tommy out the right way because Tommy will (laughs) buy something off a shelf and from Amazon and just be up in here (laughs) sick. So thank you, A.D., for saving for keeping my us nephew. healthy.
5: Yeah, he yeah, keeps us healthy. Right. The right. Yes, way. he does. <laughs> Again, <laughs> go to dherbs.com right now. Get a nice discount at, at checkout. It's only for our audience. All you have to do is use the promo code radio, the letter D now, herbs.com, promo code radio, or call eight six six four d herbs That's 866, the number 4, D-HERBS. All right, we can do this. In 2022. Yeah. And A.D., thank cool. you. You keep us on track. You keep us healthy. Let's do it again. Y'all ready to yeah. do it again together? Let's yeah, do it, let it again go. together. Before let's do it. Before spring, I like it. A springtime, plan.
3: Yeah. Well, this is <laughs> <watch> second night.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: Coming up about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Okay? Mm. We'll get into that in just a bit. Wonder what that's all about. But right now, it is time for the nephew and the prank phone call for today. What you got for us, Neff?
6: You know, there are a lot of famous quotes that have gone down in the black community. There are some nice, famous quotes that that we still use to this day. Mm-hmm. And this one right here, we still use it. Every one of us on this show has used this quote. The title is, don't let them white folk get your ass whooped.
0: I said
6: that yesterday. I said that yesterday. We we, we, we (laughs) all said it. (laughs) Don't let them white folk get your ass whooped. Uncle Steve has said it. Junior has said it. Shirley, who you think don't curse? She said it. Trust me. And of course, <laughs> I've used it in hits. past tense. <laughs> in the past
0: tense, yeah. Oh,
2: Oh, I leather. see you let the white folk get your ass. <laughs>
0: yeah, you let him. <laughs>
6: <laughs> like a head go, let's go, cat dog. Don't let the white folk get your ass. One. Hello. Hey, I'm trying to reach Terrell. Yeah, it's Terrell. Who this? Hey, Terrell, this Drake. Hey, you you work the. Uh, you work the day shift, right? Yeah, I work at the day shift.
9: I'm
6: actually at work uh, right now. What's going on? All I'm on I'm on the night shift with uh with Deshawn and Jamal. I'm on the night shift with them. I don't
9: know them, but is, is it something I can help you with, man? I'm at work, brother. What's going on?
6: Yeah, yeah, we got a problem. So listen, us on the on the night shift, we hearing that you supposed to be telling everybody that we ain't doing something right. Listen, when we get a load in at the dock. We check that load in. We file it like we're supposed to file it, and then we put and then we take the forklift and put everything where it's supposed to be. That's what right, we brother, do.
9: What, that, what they got to do with me, brother? I'm not working. Because right they now. saying they about? saying
6: that they saying that you saying that we ain't doing our job right on the night shift. Who is they?
9: You got the wrong person, brother. Who is they? For one, don't nah, tell that, me what they said. Oh, who if, said
6: you you you, ter, you Terrell right? Yeah, it's
9: Terrell, but who is they? And I ain't saying nothing like that.
6: Okay, so but let me well, let me let me go let me go and clear it up like this here though. Don't okay. let them white folks help you get your ass whooped. Yeah? Here? Yeah, my whooped. Who's gonna whoop my brother? Duh, nah, I'm I'm telling you right now, if we get one more complaint, about they, they talking about the night shift ain't doing something right. I'ma tell you right now, we coming up there to the day shift, and you're gonna get your ass whooped. You're gonna let them white folks help you get your ass whooped. What are you man. talking about,
9: brother? So why I ain't making any complaints. If You bring your black ass on down here, then you're talking about whooping somebody's. Come on down here. I'll put this pointless up
6: your. Hey ass. bro, you, uh, uh, you, you can you can do all this woofing you're doing right now. You can do all this woofing. What I'm letting you know is one more complaint go down about somebody saying something about the night shift. I'm coming up there personally. Bro, bring your down here then, man. I ain't trying to hear all this
9: boy I'm not a work right now. You called me with this bullshit. I don't even know who you are. Talking about the night shift. Matter of fact, don't come down during the day shift. I'll wait for your to come to the night shift. Well, you can do what you want I, to do. I work, at, I do work with the you. double and whoop your and work that
6: double. Whatever you got to do. It don't matter to me, Terrell. It don't matter to me. All I'm saying is why you I up say, there. Uh, you send a charge, you leave. Don't
9: call okay. me with this bull
6: Why sh- on you, why you running your? Why oh are you running God. your mouth? Why, you running your mouth sh- why are you running your mouth, folks? Why are you running your mouth to them white folks talking about we ain't doing our job on I the night shift? do nothing. You better call somebody else and call me with this bull
9: now. So so so, why your voice getting
6: high? Cause you're lying. We're thinking, I oh, what the f*** you talking about?
9: Who called me with this? Sh-? Hey, I'm, hey man, you working tonight? Hey. You working
6: tonight? Okay, I'm I'm working tonight. I'm working now. You you working tonight? I'm gonna stay over. I'm gonna work a double just to whoop your a- Okay, well come get this double ass whooping, Dean. Okay, come get this double ass whooping, because we already done found out you the person running your mouth to them white folks talking about I'm the night shift. Night shift, ain't doing. Night shift ain't put this way it was supposed to go Night shift ain't Ain't check this Order in right Night shift Night shift You Wait, blaming every... hey, why, don't you, why don't you Stop f***ing up And people will
9: stop Saying you messed up Stop f-ing up And people won't Complain on the day shift It sounds we me we, like
6: we, you we messing up. up On the night shift That's what I'm telling you Boy It sounds Like you f-ing up They probably need To fire your f-ing. Oh, f-ing Okay, up. Okay it Okay cool You know what You know what How long before you get off man How long before you get it? off
1: Oh, how off. long I'm before
6: you get double. off? I'm working a double. I'm getting paid to whoop your okay. tonight. Come on in, boy. I, all right, Come cool. Come on, boy. Cool. Let's say no more. So how 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 your wife Cynthia doing? What?
9: How you know my wife, man? How she doing? How the f- do you know my wife? Oh, I'm, just say, I'm just saying. I'm just asking. I'm asking really, you a question, real, really like, I, for a You really cruising for a You really cruising for a bruise. How the f- do you know my wife,
6: man? Huh? You, how you know you, my you, wife? You, huh? I'm finna, I'm finna tell you. You wanna know how I know I, your wife? Yeah, you Do you wanna know you how I know your wife? Yeah, how you know my wife? <sighs> Terrell, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Cynthia got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Steve Harvey, what? Terrell, Steve Terrell, Harvey. slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. This is this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Cynthia. Ooh, nephew
9: Tommy, he, you almost got your ass whoop boy god I was 69 in the shit out this call I was coming to whoop that shit, boy god you damn nigga got me fired the whole factory looking at me right now god I might have to kick your just for this if I get fired hey hey this one nephew Tommy yeah I've seen see the of show god yeah nephew Tom talk to him right now <laughs>
6: Hey, 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 Terrell, do me a favor, man. You got to tell me this, baby. It's 2020. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The
2: Steve
9: Harvey Morning Show. Oh, <laughs> man, y'all got me.
6: You're going to mess yeah. around yeah. and let them wife
2: But But you know what I liked about him?
6: What? Help you.
2: <laughs> he invited you down immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was no hesitation. Right set, hey go. man, I don't do stuff like that. None, no none like that. Come on down here then. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Matter of fact, I'm gonna work a double. <laughs> I'm gonna uh-huh. yeah. stay here. They gonna I'll pay gonna me to work behind. Hey,
5: boy! I'm gonna get yeah. paid. Gonna get
2: paid. <laughs> Yo, black dudes be on man. ready set, man. I
5: love how his
6: voice went up about four octaves. <laughs> yeah, Junior, I think I think he went higher than you, Junior. Yeah, Because yeah,
4: yes, God, you on his you on his nerve.
0: You on his nerve right
6: there. <laughs> I would love to hear Junior in an argument.
0: <laughs>
1: I've
2: oh, heard he he him in one before. Go hey, before. Hey, I've hey, I've heard, hey, heard hey, him in one before. How was man? Hey, man. Boy, let me tell you something, it's funny. How
4: high is this voice, <laughs> Steve?
2: It's kind of like listening to uh, Bugs what? Bunny uh,
0: funny.
2: arguing with Daffy Duck <laughs> And Yosemite Sam walk in And Foghorn Leghorn <laughs> is trying to calm I'll I, 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 I say, I'll I say, I'll say, son Calm down <laughs> You know, that rooster be trying to talk to that junior boy.
0: Say, he ain't that what?
4: <laughs> he was deaf, man. Say, so I swear to God, swear to God, swear to God.
0: <laughs> you don't know. You're close. I'm telling you right now, you're close. <laughs> this ain't what you want. Okay? <laughs>
4: Say it again, you're you going to get it. Say it again, you're going to get it.
6: You better listen to my voice.
4: I got it for you. I got it for you. Hold uh, take my jacket off. I'm going to take my jacket off.
5: Wow. Uh, what you got? I love it,
0: man. I don't,
2: I don't really believe you with my hair. <laughs> I heard Junior say that. I
6: don't really believe you with my hair. I don't believe well, let me it. Say, let me say this.
4: March 19th, I'm coming to Beaumont, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we all be in Beaumont, then. I tell you what, we all just be down there in Beaumont. Beaumont, they're be to get their
0: ass whoop you now. <laughs> Old city. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Listen, Um. (laughs) coming up, a strawberry letter. The subject is, I'm here for a good
3: time, not a long time. (laughs) We'll get into it right after this. Uh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to SteveRVFM.com. All you have to do is click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could receive your letter and read it live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, this one could be yours. You never know. So, (laughs) buckle up and hold on tight.
6: We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter.
5: Thank you, nephew. Subject, I'm here for a good time, not a long time, okay? Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for almost 15 years, and when my when I met my husband, I was 26 and he was 37. He was more like a father figure to me than uh, back then because I grew up in a house full of women that were headstrong and didn't need a man for anything. I was determined to be different, so the first real man that offered me a dream life, I jumped at the opportunity. The fairy tale was real for the first three years. Reality set in, and I started to have children, and he started stepping out on me. I used to follow him and act a fool on him with my twins in the back seat. Then it all stopped when he got an incurable infection and had to tell me, To go get tested. Thank heavens I was not affected or infected by his nastiness. That was almost five years ago, and that's the last time he touched me. We've been coexisting in this marriage since then. We sleep in the same bedroom, but all of his belongings are in the guest room, and he shares a bathroom with our twins. They haven't heard us argue in years, so I hope they're having a happy childhood. The sacrifice was wearing on me, and I needed some good sex and attention from a man, so I got a boyfriend two years ago. He's married too, but he's ready to get a divorce. He is not as complacent as I am, and he's pressuring me to leave my home and be happy with him. I have to remind him that we're together for a good time, not a long time. He said, I'm wasting my life, and my kids are aware of our dysfunctional marriage. I know all of the cliches, like the grass isn't greener on the other side, but I've had a great time on the other side, and the grass was nice. Would I be selfish to leave my marriage and enjoy my life with my new man? Well, I just got to say that... um, here we go again. You know, you didn't ask us our opinions two years ago when you decided to get this boyfriend or when you were in this uh, loveless, crazy marriage, but but now you're asking, should you leave your husband for him? Uh, I have to tell you, this is not a game. You are still married and you do have kids. So why didn't you leave your husband when he first started cheating on you or when he brought home that uh, incurable infection that you called it? I mean, that was the time to pick up and get out. I mean, now your so-called boyfriend, who is still married, I might add, who is pressuring you to leave your husband. I I mean, for what? This arrangement has been working for you guys for years, which in and of itself is crazy. But I say if you're going to leave, please don't do it for this boyfriend. I mean, leave your husband and your marriage because it's run its course or because you don't love your husband anymore and you want out. Those are the reasons, you know, you would leave because he's been cheating on you because he brought home an incurable infection to you not because your boyfriend is pressuring you. Um, and, and you got to think about it. Like your husband, your new man is also a cheater, and chances are he will cheat on you too. Remember, he's cheating with you right now. So in other words, um, you, you're not even leaving your husband for something better. This is just a, a, a different type cheating situation you need to think this one through a lot more before you make any major decisions I do know your marriage isn't working but um you you need to think about this before you make any major moves like you're thinking about Steve
2: <laughs> let me start my letter by laughing <laughs> I have a totally different perspective here I'm going to share it with you and why I feel this way. I'm not here for a good time. I'm here for, excuse me, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Well, lady, you wrote this letter and this is your title, but I think you need to rethink all this here. I really, really do. Because I've got to, let's just deal with the facts. You've been married for almost 15 years. You was 26, your husband was 27, that's 11 years older than you. So right now, at 15 years, that makes your husband 52, and that makes her 41, correct? Or do I have that right? Yeah, I think you have it right. 41, 52, 52. 52. that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You grown now. He was more like a father figure to you back then. He knew more than you. You grew up in the house of headstrong women and all that, didn't act like they didn't need a man And you wanted to be different. So the first real man you met that offered you a dream life, you jumped at the opportunity. And Lord have mercy, the fairy tale was born. Oh, here it is, Cinderella. You know, the Slipper, (laughs) Snow White, (laughs) Rapunzel, Rapunzel. all of them. Humpty Dumpty, Mary had a little lamb. Fairy tale. Needle Baker. One of my favorite songs. Fairy Tale. Lord have mercy. The piano solo in that. If you got time, look up uh uh Nita Baker's Fairy Tale, one of my favorite Needle Baker songs, and listen to the long version with that piano solo in it. Lord have mercy. It's worth a listen. Uh, soul teacher Steve Harvey just took a moment to share that with you. Then reality set in. I started to have children, and he started stepping out on me. Used to follow him in active food with the twins in the backseat. It all stopped when he got an incurable infection and had to tell me to go get tested. This is where we must stop. Yeah, hang
1: on.
2: At the incurable infection.
5: Ew. (laughs) Ooh, you my ass. Part two of Steve's response is coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. The subject for today's Strawberry Letter, I'm Here for a Good Time, Not a Long Time. We'll get back into it right after this.
3: You're listening to the
5: Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter, the subject, I'm Here for a Good Time, Not a Long Time.
2: I'm going to do a recap, but it's going to be a quick one. 26-year-old girl marries a 37-year-old man who's more like a father figure. She grew up in a house full of women, and they were all headstrong, and she was determined to have a different life. The first real man came along, treated her good. Uh, she jumped at the opportunity, and it was a fairy tale marriage. It all worked out just fine. It was going great. Up until three years, and then she had babies, and then she had twins, and then he started cheating on her, stepping out. She used to follow him with them twins in the backseat, and... It all stopped, and this is where we stopped at this letter last time. It all stopped when he got an incurable infection and had to tell me to go get tested. Thank heavens I was not affected or infected by his nastiness. That was five years ago, and that was the last time he touched me. Hallelujah. This is where the letter took the turn that I needed it to. Once you come home and you tell me I got to go get tested, once you say that, (laughs) all bets is off. Once you come in that damn house and you tell me that I got to go get tested and I know what you are talking about, all bets is off, but now you done brought your ass in here with the one thing that they ain't got no damn cure for. What? Now you done told me this. I really don't know what my reaction gonna be, but let's thank God that times are changing with this. That people have opportunity to live long, healthy lives now. So okay. let's let's thank God for that, right? Thank you, Lord. So. Appreciate that. But now that's the last time he touched. You. I know good and hell well it is. Cause if I go down here I get tested, I'm clear, clean. That's God's grace in my life. What you not touch me, I hear the way I'm shocked at, that was almost five years ago. That's the last time he touched me. We've been co coexisting in this marriage. That's not gonna happen. This is over with, but you finna take your nasty ass somewhere else. We've been coexisting in this marriage since then. We sleep in the same bedroom. What? Didn't you tell me I had to go get tested? Why are you and I sleeping in the same bedroom? <laughs> For what? You better not, your toe better not hit the back of my leg. <laughs> this how disconnected we are. <laughs> your hand can't ska- scrape across my back. Nothing. All his belongings are in the guest room and he shares a bathroom with our twins. They haven't heard us argue in years, so I hope they're having a happy childhood. Well, they probably are. The sacrifice was wearing on me, and here's the part where I agree with it. I needed some good sex and attention from a man. Well, I don't agree with that part, but I do agree with that. I needed some good sex and attention. I agree with that 100%. So, I got a boyfriend two years ago. He's married to... But he's ready to get a divorce. Now I understand what happened here. You in a bad situation. You still have a feelings. And so you stepped out. I understand that. And you stepped out with a married man. Which leads me to something that somebody told me one time. What, Steve? He said, Fair exchange ain't no robbery. Mm. I'm taking something that belonged to somebody else and you giving me something that belonged to somebody else. That exchange is not a robbery. Okay. So now this man is ready to get a divorce and he's not complacent as I am and he's pressuring me to leave my home and be happy with him. I have to remind him that we're together for a good time, not a long time. Well, what is your plan, though? You're not having a relationship with your husband who came in and gave you an incurable disease. And this is the one you're having a relationship with. He said, I'm wasting my life and my kids are aware of our dysfunctional marriage. They probably are. I know all the cliches like the grass isn't greener on the other side. Well, that's not true. The grass is greener wherever you're watering it. you watering the other side of the fence. So it is greener over there. Because that's where you're watering it. Y'all ain't got no water in y'all marriage. He already down there sharing the bathroom with the twins. Daddy, you stink. You know, stuff like that getting (laughs) said up the hallway. So, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I've had a great time on the other side. And the grass was nice. Because that's where you watering it. Would I be selfish to leave my marriage and enjoy my life with my new man? What's selfish in it? You have an incurable disease that a man gave you five years ago. Y'all have no relationship whatsoever. Y'all don't argue, because he can't believe you letting him stay there. You have a chance at happiness. Mm. I personally would take that chance. I'd jump on it. I'd take a shot at happiness. I'm I'd at least get that I'd get my husband. I don't see why not with that guy. Because
5: he's still married.
2: That he wants a divorce.
5: Alright, we gotta go. Uh, Please That's leave why me shirt. and
2: you do the Strawberry Letter, so people can see both sides. The difference, That's exactly yes. why we do the Strawberry
5: Letter. Let him leave, and then, okay. Please you do tell us. me what my answer is? <laughs> Please leave us your comments on today's letter on Instagram and Steve Harvey FM, and uh, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Up next, it is
3: Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got,
4: Junior? All right, Shirley, before I do that, though, let me just remind everybody in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we're coming to the Texas State Theater. Uh, April 1st, April Fool's Comedy Jam. My man, Earthquake, Bill Bellamy, Bruce Bruce, Ryan Davis, and Shantae Wayans. Man, we're going to be in the building on April Fool's Comedy Show. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. All right, with that being said, a little HBCU sports news. uh, South Carolina State's women basketball coach. Have you heard about this? Audra Smith was fired last Thursday, a day after she sued the school in a federal court, alleging Title IX violations and discriminatory practices at the university. Now, Smith has led the women's team for the last four years. Okay, when she was dismissed, she filed a suit asking for a response to the Freedom of Information Act request in January, seeking documentation that South Carolina State gave more resources to the male athletes, coaches and teams than its women's programs, players and coaches. So that is she's also saying that she's alleged that she was paid 30,000 less than the South Carolina State's men's basketball coach when she was hired throughout her tenure yeah. Smith has said that she was provided fewer resources than the men's program at the historically yes. black college so visiting yeah. men's teams changed in the women's locker rooms. and then the suit said that while opponents for the women's game were not permitted to use the men's locker room at the arena so yes. that's what she's suing for
2: all that's true I believe it's is 100% now here's the deal now once you sue the school you cannot work here you do know that
6: well they yeah they, that would be yeah, a problem. That's, that's normally yeah, right immediately after? right after.
2: Yeah, that right after you sue us, you know you ain't working here no more.
6: So you I going. Yeah, what she thought Can't be
2: no that. shocker here. But do I agree with the sister? I mm-hmm. think so. Absolutely. Because that's the problem with women's soccer. That's the problem with women's sports all the way around. And the way they judge it is you get paid less, you have less attendance, there's less facilities. The facilities for the women are different. It's different. There's a huge disparity, a disparity when it comes to the way they treat female athletes versus male athletes. And that has That's to fair. be corrected because at the bottom line, they are athletes. Absolutely. And so why should you be treated less? Absolutely. But let me tell you something. Them girls in there, man, they balling. And I would bet money. I had a high school guy, kid talk to me, man, our team crushed them girls. No you won't. Oh no.
6: No you no, won't. No, no, no. You oh no you won't. No, no. Oh no you, <laughs> you won't. won't buddy. they gonna hand you your ass, boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. They can
2: buy. Oh all, y'all baby. oh y'all can outleap them, but they running real plays. They yeah, got yeah. real sets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They gonna do something to y'all. Y'all no. <laughs> go out there with them pro girls. You finna get your feelings hurt. Cause they threes is legit. Yeah, they, can shoot. they
1: can
4: Them shoot. girls. They can Boy, You gonna mess around they get your ass up. in bed.
2: Gonna get your ankles broke too. <laughs> I have <done laughs> seen they got handles.
5: Yeah. Yes. Well, we yes. behind you, Audrey. Yeah. All right. Thank yeah. you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour. Okay, Steve, the nephew has some questions for you. He wants to ask you a couple of things. We'll get into that right after oh.
3: this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: All right, so Tommy, me, um, I mentioned earlier you wanted to ask your your uncle something here. You got some questions. Well, this for you.
6: question, Shirley, this question uh-huh. is for Uncle Steve, but it's also for everybody. All right, uh-huh. we know what we know what time it is. If you had to give up something for Lent, if that is something that you practiced, what would you be giving up this year? What would you be giving up?
2: If you well, had to give up
6: something for
2: Lent. I've never done it before because I don't really understand what giving up for lint means. But if I gave up something for lint, I would give up the the lint roller. And just lint have its way. Yeah, yeah. What? he said. This fool said the lit I'll roller stop and lit it off lit. my clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would just you gonna let get the lit up? have its way? I'm gonna give up the lit roller for forty days. No more yeah. lit roller for me, because yeah. it's yeah. lit
1: Forty days before
5: Easter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. But uh, you know what? Combined.
2: I'm really. I've yeah. never. I've never known what that was. Is that for Catholics?
5: It's for Christians. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did it when I was little. Yeah. For, um, we used to do it. Give up stuff.
2: Oh, that, oh for, that's for advanced Christianity.
5: The last thing I gave up was sugar. Advanced?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that's for, because just, I just yeah. do entry-level Christianity. I'm not at that point.
5: But you're going to give up the Lint roller, the though? The Lint roller. That's brilliant. And let Lint have its way, though. And just, you know,
2: then that way, I can participate. That's something I can do. And, you know, and complete. And just let Lint have its way. Next question. Junior?
4: I mean, yeah. I, I I thought about this time, you know, I'm gonna give it up now. I'm already doing it, so it's already been giving up, but I'm giving up kissing. Oh. I mean, I'm in here by myself already. Ain't nobody to kiss. Might as well for another 40 days not kissing nobody now. So I'm already um, I'm already actually inland.
2: I can't get out okay. of here.
4: Well, well uh, I'm already here every day. I kiss my I don't wife every nowhere. day. I
2: better not another day go by and kiss this girl. Well you around. you
4: married, huh? See, so yeah, I'm here my by man, myself. Dead I'm, married too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm already not kissing now, so... I leave the, the house. I got
2: to go all the way back upstairs to kiss up when I leave. You leaving, Steve? Yeah, baby, I talk to you later. You forgetting something? Oh, no, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> you got
4: to go back up there. Those
6: words are no, no for that walk, walk is. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Shirley? Ooh, probably sugar. Giving up for less. Uh,
5: probably sugar. <laughs> so you just not going to eat then? No, I can eat stuff without
6: sugar. All right. Carl, I'm coming your way. What we giving up for Lent? If you had to give up something for Lent, what would it be?
0: Maybe no alcohol. Mm-hmm. But then that me. won't work because yesterday was Fat Tuesday, and then I had a <laughs> swamp thing. That's sugar. I'm I'm right sure. back swamp in there. <laughs> Hurricane daiquiri type Wow. So mm-hmm. come back to me. I'm going to figure it
6: out. Come back yeah. to you.
0: I'm going right. to figure it out. What you we'll think, Tommy? What you going to do, Tommy? Yeah.
6: You know, I'm going to give up wearing draws for, for that many days. You know, just feel. For
5: 40 days.
6: 40 days of no draws. I think I'm going to be a lot more Boy, I comfortable. I, I ain't done. It. Just commando, geronimo, whatever they call before. it. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> going geron- to do that. Oh, man, Why not? Damn. I'm not going to
2: be able to do that. I'm, I'm just going Too many people around me going to be uncomfortable. just, It's just, he, he it's just I bad. don't want y'all to be that uncomfortable.
0: You yeah. can wear pants. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna wear pants.
2: I wear pants every day.
0: But I mean, you say you don't want us to be uncomfortable, right? We, no, I, we're,
2: we're not gonna know. You're You're not nobody gonna know what? you ain't got Excuse your drawers on. Who, it's just you. That's your know. secret. Who, who? not gonna know? We're not gonna know if you underwear. <laughs> if I don't have no draws on, the secret is
6: out.
1: You know
6: you're gonna quit acting like you this Mandingo warrior or something. Man, quit all that. I ain't got. I tell you right now, I got draws on.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know that much. Well, thank you. That's no, I mean, for I'm damn gonna... sure. I'm going to also give up cooking, since you said sugar was yeah. boring. I'll give up oh, cooking. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. something well, you already
2: well, 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 you about to make Nesto cry. Uh,
0: but tears of joy.
2: <laughs> Sheer joy. I'm going to give
0: yeah. up cooking.
2: This is Nesto's right, reaction listen. when you say, Nesto, I'm going to give up cooking. This is what he going to do, Shirley.
5: What? <laughs> All right, listen, um, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Talk about millions at 20 minutes
3: after, right after this.
5: $10 million.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: What would you do if you won $10 million twice? What? Twice. Okay. Just 3 years after winning a 10 million dollar lottery, Juan Hernandez of Uniondale, New York has done it again. He purchased wow. his latest lottery ticket at a stop and shop in Hempstead, New York, and he cashed out his 10 million dollar ticket for 6.51 million. Hernandez issued a statement saying that he's still trying to spend the first 10 million that he won back in 2019. So he's hey. won two now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Do he need help? Wow. <laughs> Who does Let me that? ask
2: you a question, mm. one at a time, Shirley. Mm-hmm. If you had twenty million cash, non-taxable, would you quit this job?
5: Probably yes. I'd spend more time with my family, my grandkids, my daughter, all that. Yes, yes, I would. Carla. Yes. <laughs> I'm out it's time. just a
2: matter of what time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As soon as yeah. it hit the bank.
0: Yes, I'm done. Thank you, Junior. <laughs> twenty million. You
2: leaving the job?
4: With a new headline, What
2: Jr. with a
6: new headline. Damn, Tommy, I'm calling them white folks on the way down there. while well, I'm going to get the money. I'm calling that I ain't coming back up in here. Yeah, that be a yes. All right, hey, you. No, nope. you, you staying? Work tomorrow. Yeah.
5: What? Deal. Twenty million yeah. is not enough for yeah. you to yeah. quit. What else mm-hmm. do you want? What do you want? <laughs> All right, we got to go. Uh, we'll what be back to play a round of <laughs> Would You Rather right
3: after this. He'd rather come to work. That's what the hell. <laughs> would you rather- You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now,
5: guys, for Would You Rather. Here we go. Would you rather be the ugliest person in the room or even, would you rather... Even Junior. Even Junior. Hey, hey go eat. <laughs> or would you rather be the least funny person in the room? <laughs>
2: There you go. Yeah. Mm. There you go, Tommy. Yeah. I'm going to go over oh, you ugly. like that? <laughs> I'm going to go over <laughs> here. Come
6: on over here. <laughs> I ain't I never go over got over here with y'all. You ain't got That's what over I,
2: I thought. You been you. over here.
6: You been, you, you <laughs> <So> <laughs> the only I confusion you is in here. your <laughs>
2: mind. <laughs> now, what you want to be, A or B? Uh, ugliest person in the room or the least funniest person in the room? I'm what a you want to be?
6: I'm going to be A.
5: That's not an option. Okay. All right. I think we're clear on that one. Would you rather have dinner with your ex or live in a
2: tiny B. house? B. Ooh, All house. The house. in the tiny house. Did you say B, Steve? B, in a in tiny a... house on the corner of the roof <laughs> yes. of the tiny house. With that <laughs> point, know, you... the only thing I got to sit on <laughs>
5: Yeah.
2: put right. me in there and shut the door.
5: <laughs> what about you, Junior? I oh, sit in the tiny oh, house oh, right with no now. windows. We're all, the, yep. we're all in the tiny house. You're all in the oh, tiny house. All right. right. We'll go to tiny jail, Shirley. Let's do it. Put some little tiny handcuffs on. Shirley, I live
2: in a tiny, tiny house. <laughs> <laughs> Double you tiny. Double a a little
5: little tiny. Double little 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 tiny. Double tiny house. No. No. All no. right. Would you, would you rather take cold showers for three months or would you rather connect your phone in the car? You know, when you're when you're with your. Significant been to be up,
6: been to be shriveled up every day, looking like a prune. <laughs> oh, all day, I'm prune, baby.
2: <laughs> I'ma connect my phone. Yeah, I ain't up to nothing. I'm good. Yeah. I ain't up to nothing. Oh, I can connect it, but I'd rather shrivel up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you sound crazy, Tom. You, you phone. sound
5: crazy. crazy. <laughs> I, I could be connect. on your phone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey dog, but I'm gonna tell you, bro. I got some partners that call where I go, dog. My, I'm on the speak in the car with my girl. I have to tell him that. Yeah,
0: yeah you have immediately. to immediately.
2: Got some partners so. where <laughs> I have do? to say that to. Him. I have to say that to him. All right, Let it be well, the random thoughts. Cause I can go here, uh, sure.
5: Would you guys rather a 16-hour road trip in an RV or a four-hour flight on Spirit Airlines?
1: <laughs>
6: huh. I'm gonna see, see the sights anything. on that RV. Yeah. We are gonna, gonna get on this road. For sixteen hours. Yeah, I'm gonna hours. get in that RV, yeah, for 16 yeah. hours.
5: We're yeah. yeah. stopping
6: at truck stops, oh, <laughs> that. Oh, cool at all that.
5: Cool with all that. You're only on
2: spirit for four hours. That's
5: don't, don't care, care. You gotta, fight.
6: <laughs> you gotta fight for five. We getting
2: pork skins. Well, do you know who else like... on that plane No, That's the problem with spirit. It's the <laughs> <Yeah>. other customers. <laughs> yeah. It's four hours of that, especially me sitting back there. I'm telling tell you what I, funny thing I seen on Fairly Few. <laughs>
5: <laughs> we'll be back with the last break of the day and at 49 minutes after the hour of course steve harvey will have some closing remarks for us right after this
3: you're listening to the steve harvey morning show here we are last break of the
5: day guys on this hump day and uh it's been a good day thanks to ad dolphin for stopping by keeping us healthy with D herbs as always and uh steve you have some closing for us this fine Wednesday
2: hump day, sir? So. No, I don't. No, I don't, Shirley. I don't have any closing remarks today. What? I was wondering about that on the commercial break, and I didn't uh-huh. come up with anything. I was trying to be, find out something that I could be inspirational to people. But sometimes, I, I <laughs> let me just go at it this way. Mm-hmm. I need to inspire myself. so. Okay. And so what I've decided, oh, here's something I can share with you. I was on Sunday I was thumbing through the channels I was up and I was I was watching listening to a Bishop Jake sermon on computer Sunday and then I listened to a Joel Osteen and I was thumbing through the TV and I ran up into a pastor that I've never seen before a white guy had on jeans the church is in Georgia somewhere and uh, I saw a guy in the audience with a baseball hat on it was one of those types of and I just, he had an interesting name. I don't remember it. But his sermon was about my cup runneth over. I'm going to get this guy's name because this guy, I really, really liked him. I'd never heard of him, never seen him. I just stopped through it. And he was preaching about my cup runneth over. And I just felt like he was talking directly to me. But as he got to talking, I found that he was talking to so many people because, you know, I think when you think of your cup runneth over, you think yourself of having too many things. And I think when you think of your life in terms of things, you miss the blessing of what your life is actually full of. If you are a person who has loved ones around you often, that's a blessing if you're a person who has your health in check, that's a blessing. If you are a person who has enough to eat and there's extra in the refrigerator, that's a blessing. If you're a person who, when you get your check, you have enough to make a stop at a fast food place or, or buy yourself a game or, or watch a movie or, or go shopping, that's a blessing. But you got to quit comparing your cup to other people's cup. Hmm. See, Oprah's cup is huge. Your cup may not be that big, but your cup can still overrun if you look at life the right way. Your cup runneth over. If you have hope for tomorrow, your cup is full. Do you know that there are people who have written their life off as hopeless and taken their life the fact that you've never considered that, the fact that you have a chance for tomorrow, your cup is full, man. It really is. If you have food in your cabinet, your cup is full. If you've got, if you have anything that you can be grateful for, if you can find yourself to be grateful for something, your cup is full. Your cup runneth over. See, I thought he was just talking to me for a minute because my cup runneth over. I'm really full, man. I really, really am. But as I listened to him carefully, I saw more people in that congregation raising their hand and starting to clap. And then he made the obvious statement that summed it up. He said, you ain't got to be rich for your cup to runneth over. That sealed the deal. And that's what had everybody's attention because we have a tendency to think that it's all just about economics or money or extra money, but it's extra love, it's extra relationships, it's extra time, it's extra, it's extra feelings, it's it's extra friendships, it's extra everything, man. That's what that means. And I was just caught up in this sermon, man. And when I get this guy's name, I'm gonna share it with you, but man, and it also when you wake up and you say, My cup runneth over, it's Send such a feeling of gratitude through your body that it makes you feel better. Y'all, instead of looking at what you don't have, think of the things that you do have. Let's say you're on the market for a house and you stay in an apartment right now. Or you just want a bigger apartment than one you have. Can you remember the other one, though? Can you remember the one you had before that? Mm. I know you want a new car, but let me ask you something. Can you remember the time when you really wanted the one you had? Cause the one you had before that wasn't as good as this one. Remember that? Can you remember that? Can you remember when you didn't have any children and now the one you have, as difficult as child rearing can be, did you look at the blessing that walks past you every day? Can you realize ladies that you made that human being? You did that. If it wasn't for you, that person does not exist. You did that. That's major, man. That's major that you a mother. That's major. Fellas, the fact that you can provide for your family and come in there and secure them a place to stay, food to eat, TVs to watch. They talking on phones. Brothers, that's major. You've accomplished something. You a man. You're not only taking care of yourself, you're taking care of yourself and everybody you're responsible for. Your cup runneth over. You fool. You're doing a full-time man-sized job. Your cup runneth over. I don't care who you are. If you look at it the right way, I bet you your cup runneth over. Start being grateful for what you have. Stop looking at what you don't have. That's my closing remark today. And if you didn't like that one, I don't know what to tell. We'll try again tomorrow. Because we'll be here, Lord willing. We'll just try another one tomorrow. Have a great day. Talk
5: God. Love to hear from you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.